0: Welcome back to another episode of Zool Alliance with myself, Alicia Solomon, and Megan Hines. We are back to discuss season 37 of The Challenge. It's called Spies, Lies, and Allies. And we started off with a preview episode that was on Monday, or last Monday, excuse me. We're a little behind, but we're here. But there was a preview episode that we're going to discuss, which just brought the cast uh, for this season on so we have them split into two different kind of groups which is the American folks and the global cast so Megan you have some standouts that you wanted to mention what's what's the cast looking like
1: okay so first off we see Corey Lay from 12 Days of Christmas he's the first rookie to get a confessional like we see like the vets and their moments like Corey and Nelson have their romance moment, BCCT. But Corey Lay, he had this first moment in the confessional, and I was living. I was like, thank you. New blood. I love it already. And then also, the survivor trio came in together in their car, and I was really excited to see what would come of them being on the show. We'll get into what happens in that first episode because it faltered. <laughs> Real quick, but it was, I was excited to see them three come together. Brandon Michaela was like, I don't know if we are going to be a trio because I might drop y'all off on my way. But I was excited to see them three. And then also Jeremiah, my good my good boy from Love Island, USA. He had to be stuck in a car with Anissa and Tori. And I was like, I don't like it. Because these two people together with him, I'm like, please don't get corrupted. Please don't.
0: I don't know if he can not get further corrupted. I feel like being on reality TV, you have some kind of corruption in you. So I don't know if it can be taken further with Anissa and Tori, maybe. But like, I already feel like he has some kind of corruption going on. So I don't know if I can just say I can just blatantly put that on those two, even though I, you know, I don't. I don't have feelings for you those of those two.
1: Yeah. It was just I was like, of all people for him to be in the car with (laughs) those two. But other than that, then we saw Devin get stuck in the car as well with Josh and Fessy. But turns out Devin's gonna be the new member of the Big Brother Alliance, allegedly. We'll see how that pans out with this vet truce that they all said they were kind of due. Um After that, everybody from the U.S. side, they go to the house, and they're like, where's everyone else? And Corey Lay said he was ready to see Big T, Nam, and Kyle, but they weren't there. Turns out, with the twist that is happening in the first episode, they brought in the U.S. people first into the house to get acquainted a little bit, and then TJ called them and said, hey, are y'all ready for this mission? And they dip off, and then we bring in the global players for the season and this is when I was even more excited because the group of people that they had that I saw I like them I do and that ended up being first was okay first we saw Gabbo and he's basically from he's not one of my favorites but he is gonna get on my nerves already I by saying I'm from the Jersey Schwab. In Germany, like that's all you said the first two episodes, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, I get you're excited, yeah. but the Jordy Shore isn't. Is it's a cool a show?
0: Thing? Yeah, it's not a thing. It's it's not a thing. Okay, just say it's not 2007. No one is uh looking for any glee to kind of uh, marvel at on TV. I'm sorry, like that's just not what it's giving anymore. Um, I know Jordy Shore is a thing. I don't know. Like, again, this is just not a thing here in America anymore. We've kind of moved past that phase of TV. He also mentioned that he wanted to pick his partner because that she was good looking. I don't know how that, that that's going to get you, but good luck to you.
1: Yeah, like Kyle is from Geordie Shore and we had not seen him say anything else about that show ever since he's been on a challenge and I thank him for that because I don't want to see that either also we saw Logan who is from Survivor Spain and he was in the car with Big T and I think it was it not Emmy it was, it was Bettina. Bettina yes okay it was Bettina okay we're gonna get to her laugh because that laugh yeah
0: Bettina <laughs> babe 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 I find it charming and then I also find it highly annoying. Like. I don't even the the balance between the two is just like, oh
1: it sounds like a seal. Like that's really what it sounds like, but she she's she's a good person, but it's just a lot she going is. on.
0: Yeah, but that that laugh, babe, oh, oh. yeah.
1: <laughs> so Logan, he is from Survivor Spain and Big T was infatuated with him in that car. Okay. She was like, ooh. She I'd already saw outside of the world turn I was like, she's gonna plot on this man. We're gonna see she's gonna find some love in the challenge house. Yeah. And you, can then, see, you can see it in her eyes. Yeah, and then Emmy um, and Emmanuel and Priscilla were in the car together. And Emmy and Emmanuel already knew each other because they did Survivor Romania. And Emmanuel said he's also a professional dancer, so hopefully we we'll see some more moves from him um, this season. And then Priscilla my good sister from Love Island UK representing since we don't have anyone else right now, but I'm excited to see her and her do well. And then also, this is the last group I'm gonna mention and we'll move on. Cause honestly, I was so excited to see Melanin in the same car together. And that was Kels, Tasha and Esther, three people together, black folk. And I was loving it, two Niger sisters, Together, they did Big Brother Nigeria. Granted, on Big Brother Nigeria, they were rivals in a sense because Esther wasn't feeling how Tasha was moving. Um, but they're going to put their differences aside and try to work together as Ricky's on this season. And Kel this year, ready to shake some shit up, and I'm here for it. I did like Kel's um,
0: Tasha, and is it Tasha or Tasha? I don't want to get it mixed up because I've heard her say Ch- Tacha. Um, so I don't know, um, but Tasha and Esther, um, I do like that they are mindful of the fact that they are the first African, Nigerian group of people who are on the show representing and just having that representation and they're very mindful of you know showing out and showing up, which I do really love, think that they're gonna do well um, moving forward. And I think that was just a strong group of three together in that car just going forward those three are going to be some kind of game changers as rookies in the house
1: yes and then the, after that they all get to the house and they see that there's empty wine glasses there's holes everywhere in different rooms and they're like where are the Americans we want to see them now and they were scrambling around looking to see where people were and Kyle ended up in Devin's room and he picked up Devin's underwear he sniffed it he's like oh this is Devin's stuff they've been here it's like I know his yeah, things
0: I mean, <laughs> it, it, he's just putting on a show I don't I doubt that he sniff his underwear and know that it's him unless they have the kind of relationship where they've been in the house together for that many time but I doubt it I, I think Kyle was just being facetious in that moment
1: yeah it's just but they all figured out okay there's something going on because we don't know where these people are And then they get a message as well from TJ saying that they're Americans, they're gone. Um, They're compromised right now, but your mission in the morning is to extract them and pick a partner. And that leads into the first episode Um, official episode of the season and then we all see actually that all the American players they are chained up to concrete brick walls with numbers and things on them and the international kids they have to come and use a hammer and keys to get them out. I think one thing that also happened um, prior to them finding out they have
0: to extract them was that they got a a portfolio of every single American player so that they can run down to see who they're going to choose to be partnered with and a lot of the decisions were made whether I think um, Esther made a great point where she, before she chose her partner, was like, I don't know if I want this partner's mess to be on my behalf. And so I think uh, a lot of the players coming in, they were using strategy, which I like to see early on to try to know, like, okay, I'm not just choosing this player unlike Gabo, like, I'm not choosing this player because they look good or because of, you know, whatever. It's actual strategy, like, hey, this person looks like they can be strong, physical, they can help me win, and what kind of politics can they use that I can use to my advantage as a rookie? So I did like the strategy and the talking amongst the rookies of going in, into that, and then they were able to start the challenge and just have kind of to know who they were going to choose kind of beforehand, which... um Americans didn't have the option to do that. So yeah. I thought that was an also a good twist to just, they knew them, but they didn't know the people coming in. And so we see from there, them just running and, you know, choosing a partner.
1: Yeah, and so while everyone is just sitting next to the concrete um, walls, Corey's like, thank you, TJ, for putting me through this another season. And good old Nelson was like, I heard, I heard steps. <laughs> I hear like an earthquake. People just running through the woods. And he's like, people and you see people running out the woods with hammers and keys. And he's like, Oh, they're gonna use those to get us out of here. I'm like, Nelson, duh, what else are they gonna
0: use? Nelson was I he had a lot of moments confessionalized this last couple of episodes but specifically in the first episode i don't know if he was just told to just turn it on but nelson was just like a camera dream because it was either the the stupidest shit or the funniest shit ever said like it was just either or with nelson like what is nelson talking about but i feel like it was just they told the producers like just turn it on nelson and he just did what he went to do and it was funny
1: yeah i was like yeah. this slow poke i'm like are you are you okay Duh, <laughs> <Yeah>, like <laughs> <laughs> and then as like people started coming through the woods and finding people they started pairing off emmanuel paired off with casey Lori and kells found each other essentially i'm like oh, good luck kills and then kyle had a decision to make between nani and amanda he was like chaos or chaos and he was like i'm just gonna go dark side and pick amanda <laughs>
0: he went with the devil is what he called her ultimately (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) and then i found michelle and michelle was like i'm a wolf in sheep's clothing she's gonna play off that she's this big player because she won her if you a survivor and she's like i'm just gonna kind of lay low and just ride this wave and so nam picked her as his partner and then josh and lauren lauren we're not going to speak of anymore because lauren has been edited out for something we don't know what happened (laughs)
0: at all yeah still confused as to what happened with lauren like she was supposed to be on the show we never saw her but one time on the show and yeah i'm i'm confused as to what happened i really didn't do any follow-up research about it i know she's been talking about it but i didn't care to look it up weird like what happened
1: yeah so apparently something was said that, that she said to Anissa about something. And of course, Anissa being production's pet at this point. Chief, I think something, Chief took offense to it, and then that led to Lauren being headed it out of the season. Apparently it was a racist mark, but we don't know what the heck was said so I don't know the severity of this whole thing but and then speaking of Anissa she <laughs> is paired up with Logan and she was already speaking Spanish to him when they first met it's like hola he's like oh okay cool we're partners and Huey and Ashley ended up being partners and Huey was being a gentleman and trying to get to know Ashley <laughs> after trying to figure out how to do this thing or whatever and she was not ready for small talk. She was just like, I just want to get through this and let's go. I loved Huey. I
0: I love him now. I wasn't familiar with him because he was on Big Brother UK, I believe, or somewhere foreign. So I really like him. I feel like he's funny. He's... uh. You know, it has to kind of charm to him. And I feel like the mesh between him and Ashley, even though later on in this first episode didn't blend very well, I think that they will kind of get it together over time. And, you know, we'll talk about how the partnerships happen. But I really liked him. And I thought that him and Ashley would do well in this first pairing.
1: Yeah, I also just remember in the, right, right when they're trying to figure out who the partners want to be before they had left. Um, Cause they, it's the first time in a long time that, I'm gonna have to pick a girl as a partner or something of that nature. He was like, Yeah, I am, I am, I have no experience
0: with this. Yeah, like he's like, listen, I don't roll that way, but I'm gonna choose a girl this time because I have to.
1: Yeah. When he said that, I was like, I I see. Yes. Then Priscilla and Bettina, they both are trying to find. Corey wharton writer's father because they wanted him as their partners you know the race to find Corey. priscilla went one way bettina went the other and bettina ended up getting to Corey first and priscilla's like crap okay so who's next best of nine hey where's nelson where's nelson i'm like which i don't okay so for
0: me i don't know why either or would have been like the first choice like for me my first choice would have been ct if i was running in there i know ct was behind the brick wall hiding you know because he didn't know who was coming but for me if I was running and choosing and I had the option CT would be my first choice I don't know why everyone was like Corey
1: Nelson this person I'm like okay fine yeah and then um (laughs) Gobble he caught Nani and he was like I just want a cute face that's it I'm like
0: that's not gonna win you a challenge <laughs> like I don't know what show he thought he was coming on to but this is not the show for that okay sir he thought he
1: was coming on another dirty short show like that's what he thought yeah I don't like, no. that 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 whole logic he was just like oh what's your name she's like
0: Nani and he's like okay cool he's in his confessional he goes you know I just chose her because she had a cute face what like good luck yes so good luck yeah
1: Good luck. And then um, Renan and Michaela, they end up being partnered up as well. Also, <laughs> Renan, he said he was a professional basketball player turned sex counselor, basically. That's what he does now. Now, like, this is a wild switch <laughs> of profession. Yeah, I didn't hear the basketball
0: player part. I just heard that he was a sex counselor. But um, what a transition. I mean, we all have different phases in yeah. life, I guess. Now that was his journey. I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yo, okay. I was so I was confused about I was like, okay, as long as you're getting paid, you're good. As long as you get money, you're good. But he was like, but he did say like doing being a being a counselor, that's helping him to be able to listen and see different perspectives and stuff. So whatever helps with your knowledge coming into the challenge, that's all good. And then we get Emmy's confessional and she's like, I'm ready for drama, but I'm not a drama queen. And I was like, Oh, he's gonna be a handful. <laughs> For sure.
0: From that moment on, I hated her. I hated her. I don't like this girl at all. I something about her just irks me. Like it irks me. And you know, everything that happened after the fact, I'm just like, girl, she can move. Like she can go. You know, at first when I was watching the um preview show, I thought you know what, she had a lot of energy. You know, she was cool. Like she seemed like she was you know you know ready to just. Do the challenge, which is, you know, what you want. And then hearing her speak, you know, further, it was just nothing was there but drama. And I don't know how they play Survivor over there, but like, it just seemed like it's just a bunch of drama, it caused drama. And I'm not saying that in the way that, you know, her lying on people, her backstabbing, doing whatever she did, that's not a part of the game because that is. It just was odd that she was just at the forefront of it and she just makes everything about her and that's just one thing I can't uh, continuously try to watch this season it's gonna be irritating
1: yeah already she's cracked (laughs) and it's like a lot and she's also the youngest on the show right now like she's literally like 22 years old so you can see that that explains it some things are not computed (laughs) well right now but yeah but but I think also I want to say Jeremiah second youngest because he's 23 now but still we're in for a ride of Emmy <laughs> yeah and then also Brenda ended up finding a scared and hiding CT and she was like "Why are you hiding like and he was like I'm scared of y'all I don't know what the heck y'all gonna do but Brenna our circus lady um she is partnered with CT and then Esther found Fessy and she was ready to roll Devin and Tracy we partnered up as well, Big T and Tommy. Tommy saw Big T running slow, okay. <laughs> like they watch, And he was like, I don't know if she's just slow or if it's just the effect, I don't know. But he's excited to be part of Big T. Jeremiah and Tasha end up being partners. And then the last group, of partners is corey lay and emmy and then after once everybody tried to get each other out of the chains they ran to go figure out the puzzle apparently not many people figured out that they're supposed to actually look the, the numbers on the bricks because they just like started to just knock down the bricks and stuff and didn't pay attention like kathy and emmanuel they got to the station first they didn't know what to do they're just in they're just there just they're in vibes
0: <laughs> they're just vibing they were they're just vibing honestly uh I don't think that once Anissa and Logan figured out that hey these numbers and letters need something and we got to use this to our at the next checkpoint I think that others picked up on it and was like okay like yeah this is what we're gonna have
1: to use but
0: you know initially they were just like we're just here vibing like we're just gonna knock all this stuff down and just run to the next checkpoint it's like that's not what it is
1: yeah because like <laughs> Once I got to that next checkpoint, Nelson was trying to just figure out any and any code to put in for the safe or whatever. And he Priscilla was like, did he not look at this? And I'm like, Priscilla, this is your partner for the season for so far. And I was like, this man does not pay attention to a lot. He only does his strengths. That's it he don't look at anything indefinitely like he should and that's what happens but like as we said anisa and logan they did figure out what it was and they end up being the winners for this challenge which is anisa's second daily win for a first week in the past couple seasons
0: yeah so I mean I'm not taking I'm taking it with a grain of salt honestly like Anissa always does this where she wins the first like the first daily or the second daily she was a couple in a row and then we start getting to the nitty-gritty where it's like you have to do eliminations and you have to you know different cupola games come up so congratulations to her you know it's a good showing for her first time out with a partner that she doesn't know and kudos to her but I'm not just gonna I'm
1: taking it with a grain of salt yeah, and then Michaela and Renan came in second place. Ashley and Huey were last just for the fact that them two were not working well together at all. They didn't know what they were doing, okay? They didn't know where they were coming or
0: going. So the whole time, Ashley's getting frustrated because she thinks that it's one way, and, you know, Ashley's a, a puzzle queen. She kind of knows how to remember things, and, and you know, we put things in, and Huey's just on go. Like, he just didn't know where to stop. And he was getting frustrated because the code wasn't working and he wanted to be the box up. And it was just a whole, you know, kind of situation that neither of them shouldn't have put themselves through because if they would've just shut the fuck up and calmed down, they would've been fine.
1: The way that they were arguing, it was sitting me. Like they were just going i like God, I'm yeah. laughing the whole time. <laughs> and, Cause he was like, how embarrassing is that? How embarrassing is that?
0: And he's right, though. Like, you don't want to be last. in in the first outing because one, it's his first time there so he doesn't know how that's going to look on him. Secondly, you have, it's like a group of 17 people. You do not want to be the last person left. I'm sorry. Like that's just, I felt him 100% but he needed to calm down because it wasn't going to get them any further if he was just the way he was.
1: Yeah, luckily it wasn't a purge so they are safe for now and Anissa and Logan being the winners, they are the agency and so the House has to vote against whoever the agency puts and this is another iteration of what happened last season essentially but they just put a name on it (laughs) yeah Uh, kayla and renan they're about to scheme like i'm so bad i was this is when i started getting mad okay they're about to scheme to flip the house up and just start shit because they're ricky they wanted to get the vets out i was down for the plan like me i want chaos i was down with this plan. However. These vets like, oh, we're going to stick together and we're going to get these rookies out. T- they will take each other out. Y'all are dumb as hell. And I'm going to stick by that for the rest of the season. Y'all are dumb as hell. But as I digress, <laughs> Gabo and Nani were partner bonding. And Gabo once again said he picked her because she was hot. And I was like, okay. Which I'm glad he was honest
0: and said that to her because he could have made up some other bullshit. and been like,
1: oh, I picked you because you've been here 11
0: seasons and whatever. Like, no, he was like, listen. You're cute, you're hot, like I chose you. And I respect it. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with it, but I was perfect.
1: Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice seeing, I will say it was nice seeing Jeremiah Kelvin, um Corey Lay talking about taking over because a lot of them like it is a lot of Ricky's and all of them have like the same thing in mind. They want to get on the same page and flip the house essentially and get betts out. Bet had the idea to get the Ricky's out. It's a lot going on. I- I think that because of the background
0: of some of these people, they are already coming and thinking strategy. So one of the things that was mentioned, again, in the casting um, part of it in the first episode was the word survivor and how they play and what their political game is and how they move and survivor is known to be cutthroat themselves because it's an individual game so politically the survivor cast seem to have an upper hand and with people who've already won you already know how they're meant like mentally they're going like they're churning already to try to see how they can move around some of these people who've been there for a while and kayla had the right idea i think a lot of them did but then it comes to a point where you have the unknown of the group which was emmy yes and i don't know what version of survivor she was playing over there in romania but baby it was giving unstable and like <laughs> i don't know that was the version over there shout out to Romania. but i don't understand what her thought process was but she just decided to come out and just go at michaela and the rest of that crew and i was just like all right yes, that's it
1: so we're gonna skip through that party because we didn't get much from that party aside from um Amanda saying she liked Fessy, and we got a little bit of nothing. Actually getting into Fessy ass
0: yeah. <laughs> about last season. Yeah. I was a We kind of got a resolve on it where they agreed to disagree. Well, they agreed, but they kind of disagreed at the end because Nelson's still a little, a little upset. But ultimately, Fessy uh, admitted that he was wrong, that he shouldn't have did what he did, and he was sorry, and he was apologetic, excuse me. So that's really- all Nelson could have asked for, but I felt like he wanted more. He didn't really get it. He's not gonna get it. It's fussy. The
1: list. We're just gonna talk about the list. Because the list, it wasn't even that egregious that they're talking about it. The way they're talking about it, they're like, oh, like it was like Tori being top of the list wouldn't take out. It really wasn't that. If you listen to what Michaela was saying, it wasn't that. Like she likes to just write things down and know who was a who, but she could just throw it away. But, but
0: I felt bad for Michaela. Like Honestly, she did what she needed to do for her game, which was to physically write it down. And uh, a lot of people were like, girl, you could have just remembered it. And granted, I would have completely been fine. I don't think I would have shared it with people. Like, she felt comfortable in her alliance to share it. So she did. Where it went awry was Emmy decided to share this information with Tori and Anissa and flipping it and saying that she had a list that for people who... Uh, were the top that she wanted to go against people who she wanted to get out and it was like this whole kind of thing where she kind of made up a list and tried to break it down to make it seem uh, Michaela was doing more harm than good in what she wrote down and so that's where the unstable like craziness kind of ensued because then once Tori heard that and Anissa heard that they're like oh there's a list out. Oh and then it just it just raveled more and more and the more that people found out about it the more they were looking inside a Michaela which yeah if that sounds bad in retrospect but no one actually took the time to listen to her and then it just the house flipped
1: yeah because even Anissa was like at one point Michaela's like you I have the list you want to see it Anissa was like no but Anissa's ass went through her stuff like you say you don't care but you went through this woman's stuff if that was you, you would have been pissed off as yeah.
0: well. It didn't add up. At some point, everyone just had it in their mind that Michaela had a list and Michaela was doing shady things. And so they just wanted to go against her and wanted wanted to kick her out. That's all y'all had to say. Because at the at that point in time, Michaela never even approached anyone until she found out from Michelle that there was the conversation happening about a list. And she went to approach these people, rightfully so, and saying, Hey. I hear my name being spread around saying X, Y, and Z. Let me show you exactly what it is. And at that point, I guess, because Anissa couldn't find the list doing her little snooping, that she was over it. Corey as well. Tori. Like, the group of people who I felt like at this point Mikhail was trying to put on for, girl, fuck them. Like, they, you didn't need to prove anything to anybody at that point because you knew who you were in that moment. And I get it. Like, it was so early in the game. Like, first fucking... Episode, and it's like, all right, like I gotta prove myself against the people who are also gonna vote me in. And it was really just off of one person who was trying to get you out, which is the game pretty much.
1: And so at deliberation, um, Michaela with on the ropes, okay. They had her on ropes, and I was so bad, so mad for her. Like the whole episode on, on how it unfolded, I was so mad for her. Cause even yeah. in the deliberation, Amy was just going in on her, and then Michelle and Tommy trying to save their own asses just made it worse. And so, deliberation was a lot, to say the least. So they ended up voting for Michaela and Renan as the group to go in elimination automatically as the house, and then it was up to Anissa and Logan to figure out who to put in to go against them. And Anissa was like, I would, put a, I would put in an Emmy. So she is part of that. And eventually, <laughs> when they get to the lair, TJ was like, oh, you're not voting in another pair, essentially. You're voting in individual people, man or woman, to go in against these two. Anissa was just like, I'm going to pick, she ended up just picking Corey Lay. And Corey was like, well, now why am I in it? Because- i kidding me.
0: Now, how am I getting it? Because, and Corey was absolutely right. He was partnered with Emmy, yes, but he said nothing that whole deliberation time. And for them to not even choose Emmy, it's like, damn.
1: I was, I was just like i was mad for him too i was like why the hell y'all put it in this man who ain't say nothing okay he Damn ain't boy. do nothing just because his partner was being batshit crazy y'all put him in for what and dj said it was individuals not pairs y'all don't listen context no. clues are key okay they are key and because logan was also being friendly with emmy he didn't want to put emmy in so he pit michelle in um and the name of the game for the elimination was back Be up which essentially they had to try and just pull everybody off a platform and it was a stretch to see who would do that and at one point michaela was pulling everybody herself and i was like I like <laughs> this i want her back and Michelle was just there. To be honest, I'm so sorry, Michelle, but you was just there. Yeah, <laughs> she was just there, just just chilling. And Corey was pushing at one point in step. So Renata was also just there as well. It was really Michaela and Corey doing the most work. To be honest, it really was.
0: It really was. And for me watching, I was rooting for Michaela, like rooting because I understood how everything started. Like how seeing how everything unraveled, I'm just like, I'm rooting for you to win this on your own. Like Manon was of no help and Corey kicking ass and he, you know he had a vendetta because he literally was there because of a of, of a partner that wasn't even chosen. So he had some kind of fuel that was like helping him. And I was just like, oh my God, like Michaela, I want you to do well. I was literally screaming at my TV, like, Michaela, <laughs> come on. Like, come on, Michaela, you got this. Oh man. But eventually and ultimately yeah ultimately (laughs) Corey pulled
1: all the motherfuckers off that platform himself he did that by himself and I applaud him and that's why I stand okay
0: it was impressive and honestly I didn't know what Corey would bring to this because Corey comes from a show that is about dating so it's not really that he can that you know I could have went back and watched game tape it was just a free-for-all so I'm actually really surprised but I'm impressed that Corey did so well on that um on that challenge
1: yep and so um with Corey winning him and Michelle um they stay and it's so sad to see Michaela go but I know we're gonna see her again on the end of the season because they gotta bring her back and then TJ makes an announcement that Nam actually left and this uh, the the way they did this editing is kind of a lead to be honest (laughs) because they do it they went through a lot with like quarantines okay and nam Mm -hmm. had left after the second quarantine so this is where like they did their tv magic whatever and made it okay because i didn't i clearly did not understand what was happening like
0: one moment i saw nam and i was really excited to see Mm him and then the next minute they're like oh no girl he's gone i'm like what
1: yeah i think during the second quarantine i think he had got covid oh okay yeah so he left in comes mighty mouse ed from the circle and i was I- when,
0: <laughs> when he came in i didn't know who it was honestly because he had long hair he was running I was like, who the hell is this guy everyone else like if you look at their faces they're also like who is this like yeah. you don't know we don't know you like <laughs> we don't know you fam so it was funny and then it was like ed from the circle I was like he doesn't have his mom with him that's why i don't remember because <laughs> <that. laughs> if you watch the circle ed had his mom on the show with him a dating show he no not,
1: his mom not, with not with even him. a dating show it was just a social media cafe well, a a media
0: show yeah but like he brought his mom with him and i'm yeah. so like me
1: not seeing his mom i'm like who the hell is this guy I will say he looks, like, he looks be- much better on here than he did on The Circle. And his yeah, brother's on the second season. Yeah, second yeah, season. Yeah, the second season. He looks great. He looks good. I was like, okay, what is what is going on here? And then when Ed pops up on the challenge, I'm like, the long hair suits him. He looks good with long yeah. hair. And he looks good it cleaned does. up. Because on The Circle, mm-hmm. he looked a hot mess. He looked, I don't want to say
0: what he looked like, but he didn't look good yeah <laughs> oh,
1: Yeah. so yes Ed comes in to replace mom and then Michelle and Cory get to pick new partners because they're like we're going to infiltrate let's do this guys so Michelle picks Devin as her partner I was like okay I guess um and then Cory picks Tori and I'm like that one was like hold on, let me I'm, I'm gonna stop you there sir. well why and but in the grand scheme things I get it because since the vets have this thing going out to all the Rickies, strategy wise, that was best for them to pick them two because they are connected and they wouldn't be targeted as much because they have respectively Devin and Tori as partners. Ed and Emmy end up being partners, which left Kelsey and Tracy together as partners. And Kel, well, it was funny when uh, Corey picked Tori, <laughs> Kelsey was like, damn. <laughs> I got to point the word because I think they started budding to FERT at <laughs> first stop and I was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, they had a connection going on. So he was kind of upset that um that she was chosen. But yeah, we move on to episode two. Uh which had a lot going on. Like I feel like these first two episodes, it was actually better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it maybe because I binged it, but it was better than I thought it would be, and the ratings didn't show otherwise. Yeah, they were not. <laughs> the ratings that. on this show are like in the dumpster, guys. Like this, this show is giving dumpster juice in ratings. Just wanted to point that out. But this episode was a little bit better. It it kind of duh.
1: Yeah. Ed came in after <laughs> when they got back, Ed was unpacking and he was like and he was talking to Nelson. He's like, I'm here to cause chaos. And I love it. I love it. I love chaos. in this house, I love it.
0: Nelson on um, cold switching though was funny too. Like oh, yeah. why what was that accent that Nelson was giving? Like you didn't need you did not need to add that accent. I know he lives in Austin, but like come on, bro. Like
1: ca- And the thing is, Ed is from Philly. He's in Philly. Like he's not from the South. Like I don't understand
0: stereotypes.
1: Anyways, speaking of Nelson, um, we saw at the party that him and Brenna were getting flirty, dancing with each other. Um, and that's part of the storyline that for this episode because Nelson and Ashley are friends with benefits, and Ashley was trying to catch feels because Nelson was talking to Brenna. But we'll get into that. Then also Tori was already in medicals, and I was like, "Girl, come on now, like you just went through a showmance." <laughs> but Fessy last season, you really own your whole shit.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't call it whole shit. I want. I want to preface.
1: Uh, I would her say phase.
0: Promiscuity I mean, Tori is who she is. I don't think we expect otherwise. So I'm. I, I'm not like phased by her moving on so fast. Um, but they did mention that they did hook up. So
1: yeah. There's they're, that. They're but they're just friends now. So we're gonna hear nothing else about that no more. And they another end up to Tracy for selling Devin. And I was like, okay, oh, hey, this is a nice moment. like Michelle being a good competitor, to hey it wasn't like that against you, but I just want to pick Devin. That was it. And then Josh who got his ass off to <laughs> this I was living. Um, he was really ring- ringleader trying to say, Oh, okay, we need to really get these these Ricky's out now and solidify this vet thing. Cause he was like, I think that Kels is a ringleader of this Ricky uprising right now. And I'm like, sir, you just scared.
0: So this is where Josh does the Josh thing and makes shit up out of thin air. And this is exactly what he did. He decided, okay, I don't really gel with Kels. And, you know, we have to kind of get the numbers down. And so strategy-wise, who makes sense? And to him, it was Kels. Fine. Then he just made up this whole other narrative and decided Kells is the leader of this group. He's, you know, the leader of all the rookies and he has their ears. And so we need to get him out. And it's like, if you are threatened by him, I think you just need to say that, but because we know how Josh is and how he moves, I can just infer he's threatening Mike Hills. He wanted to get him out, and that was his excuse. And so we have what laid out the rest of the episode.
1: Yes, and then we also saw Esther and Fessy have a good partner moment. It was also interesting to see, like this time around, when they were shooting the show, it was Ramadan, and Fessy explained that hey, I can't eat during the day, so. He, we saw him, like, put his food in the fridge, He afterwards, and he knows the morning time and him and Esther were talking. Also, side note, Esther's wigs, I also love them. They are great, okay? <laughs> her big with a confessional, like, she had the lo- a long one, and then, like, that ginger one. That ginger one looked good on her. I liked it. But, yeah, so Fessy was talking about Ramadan and how, like, he... He doesn't know how he's going to fare, but he's going to, like, work through, like, not being able to eat during the day to get through the challenges and stuff. I'm really excited to see how, like, they partner up together and, like, work because we've seen that Fessy and his partnership history hasn't been great. But um I think Esther will be a good partner for him. I actually,
0: first of all, I know we talk a lot of shit about Fessy, but I want to commend him and actually working And completing the show during Ramadan. So he can't eat or drink before sunset. And so that's a lot to take in when you have to do challenges during the day. You, You can't even have like a sip of water. It's very commendable for him to be doing that. And, you know, for him and his religion, whatever he got out of it, congratulations. You know, God bless. Esther, I really liked her. I know that she had some kind of hesitation working with Fessy because of his past and how you know everything that he has done will be brought back to her. And so I'm interested to see how further they go along. I did like the conversation where they were just able to, you know, just kind of kind of have that middle ground and say, "Hey, this is what we're going to bring, this is what we're going to do. As long as you're bringing your best, I'll bring my best and we'll see where it goes from there." That's the psi that I want to see moving forward. I don't know if it was just him being clear and like having that clarity going on, but that's the kind of person who I would partner with moving forward if you know to do something like that like he was he just seemed so even he'll he seemed there and rather than how he usually is so i'm glad that esther is able to get that side of fessy and we'll see how it goes you know moving forward
1: yes so we go into the challenge for the day and it's called heli heist where there's a partner riding shotgun on a helicopter and they have toss bags down to a partner that is in a sun roof of a Range Rover and had to catch these bags of gems and the first team to finish first to get the most they win essentially and so um, Tasha and Jeremiah and Corey L and Tori first go and Jeremiah was catching them all okay he was catching all of them gems and then he was like I'm a track star (laughs) once he like started running I was like He's the mother of the track star.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, that was a song in my head, too.
1: <laughs> That's what I was like, oh, they, they're, they're, I thought they're doing really well, though. And both of them, as a Ricky pair, break together. So I'm excited to see how they do because, you know, Black folk and Ricky's got to read for them. Corey and Bettina and Kafee and Emmanuel are next to go. And, uh, I feel bad for Bettina because Corey should have been the one to catch the gems instead of her because why would you have her be one to run against Emmanuel when Casey was up in a helicopter? It it was off. Like, I didn't understand that yeah, logic. Some, some of, I don't think some of the strategy for um, who did what
0: behind some of these teams because it was clear that the strength of one person was doing something else that they weren't doing. So I don't know if they really thought it through. Yeah, that was one situation where it was just like that. This doesn't make any sense. Um, and at one point
1: <laughs> Casey was um aiming for a set, and I wrote my notes. She aimed for the head unlike Thor in <laughs> <And> the 54. <laughs> I had to throw that in. Okay. It's I, okay. That I, went over my head, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Big T and Tommy and Emmy and Ed were against each other, and Emmy. Is scared of her and ed felt so bad he was like i should have been the one <laughs> to go up in the helicopter and she'd be the one to catch him and she but she was doing her best i will say she was doing her best in throwing the gems to ed and even though the sun is in his face he still did what he could do tommy was struggling at one point as well and then when, they, when that heat was done emmy was just bursting into tears and i was like this is he gonna cry this whole
0: season so This is, again, unstable. Like, Emmy, literally just had a breakdown because she felt like she didn't do well and that, you know, she sucked, which she did. I'm not not one here to break down somebody when they're still crying, so I understand everyone's still uplifting her, including Ed, like, you know, still uplifting her spirits. She didn't do well. So her crying and being upset about it, I can completely understand. I would have just gave her space to do that. It was so, it's so early on that I'm just, like, confused as to why so much emotion is being, like, put through with like this one thing it's just like all right girl like clearly you have a lot to work through <laughs> so I uh, you know just you work on that but like everyone was like you did so well you did fine I was watching you you rocked it I'm like I'm lying to the girl like why <laughs> like she's already crying she's already upset let her cry more like let her get it out of the system because she's gonna
1: she's gonna have to go through it and then it went through the different, I didn't write everybody else's down because they went through a whole thing. They went through everybody's different turns, basically. And we did see the last group to go, which was Fessy and Esther versus Josh. And our new person that has entered the game and Ms. Amber B, last season's winner, which was because Lauren obviously officially got DQ'd from the game. Amber pulled up, and she was like, I'm back, bitches. And I was like, ah, no, I'm a nice girl no more. But what was funny, though, when she was walking up, Fessy's face was just like, why is she here? Why? Yeah, um, Fessy and Amber did not have a
0: good ending last year or last season. So yeah, he wasn't excited to see her. Uh, and I think Josh was more than anybody. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, she's a champ. Bring her on. And Fessy was like, oh, no, girls." Go back home. Go back to where you came from. (laughs) So it was just funny to see them two kind of like stand side by side and looking like one is so excited and the other one's like, oh, like no.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But in the challenge, Esther was on point with like getting the backs to Fessy. It was really nice to see how they how well they were working together and how like on target she was with the challenge. And DJ said the top two teams for this whole thing were Fessy and Esther and Casey and Emmanuel and Esther, they had about 30 something, I want to say. back that they got Casey and Emmanuel had 28. That's what I do remember. <laughs> I forget, I knew Bessie and Esther had like 30. At least they, they had, had 30. Okay, and then that means Bessie wins the challenge. That means Esther won the challenge. It took a moment for her to re- recognize that and she's like, Oh, shit and she started a scripting and jumping up and down. And I was like, Yes, loves this.
0: Yeah, and she made mention like she's the first Nigerian to win a daily challenge challenge. challenge so she felt you know very prideful which I really love
1: then we got they back they got back to the house and Josh was like basically he's going to play peacemaker between Amber Casey and Fessy because of how last season happened I'm like good luck Josh okay good luck
0: (laughs) I I don't know I, I mean Josh would be the one to be the kind of broker between those people but it was like He's just looking out for his own best interest, which fully so.
1: And Kels and Fessy have a conversation at the party, and basically Fessy is trying to get Kels to work with him for like a second because he might be the vote to go in the nation. And it was like, Fessy, you're also not that great with these politics. Like, you would have a conversation with him right before the liberation. You're...
0: Yeah. yeah. Again, Fessy really doesn't know what he's doing. This is all new, being like a i see 2.0 i would say so it's kind of like he's still learning how to move in the situation and this is one of them because after the fact they had the party you know he had a conversation with cows and he was like yeah you know i won't see your name won't vote you in and then literally like 10 seconds later they flip to uh, another conversation that he's having with josh he's like yeah we definitely gotta put him in we gotta have gotta have, have us a house vote." i'm like you just looked this man in the face and told him that he wasn't going to be the vote and here you now are i said you know what i'm asking for a lot for a, a complete change you know we got a little a little change for Fessy,
1: but yeah i'm like josh's plan is in motion that's because he's scared that's it that's all it is because he's scared yeah and then <laughs> ashley meltdown mitchell has arrived i like i like that
0: though i i do like Devin renaming her Meltdown Mitchell because she had a complete meltdown. <laughs> Quickly, <laughs> so, let's talk about this. We yes,
1: so apparently, well, we saw this, we saw the footages right to Cardi B. Nelson is also being for Ian after talking to Brenna, all while having Ashley on the side and kind of shrinking along Ashley because she said she's trying to start catch feels He didn't really say anything towards that, he was like, Oh. I thought we were just being casual about this type of thing. Um, Well, Ashley had a meltdown. She's just yelling. And she calls Brennan Bertha. Hence the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lord. I just wish Brennan would have been more stepped up for herself, I guess. Because. No, it's
0: not worth it. Ashley was clearly drunk. Clearly didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And it's not worth it. Because she's still a rookie at the end of the day. You don't know what that interaction can breed going forward. So, I actually commend Verna for actually just stepping to the side, getting her stuff like she was doing, and just exiting stage left. Because it had nothing to do with her at the end of the day. It was Ashley and her insecurity dealing with Nelson. That's between her and Nelson. That's not between her, Nelson, and Verna. Whatever Ashley was making up, seeing that it was on her because she knew that was her man. Girl, no. Like, no, 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 no. And the fact that you decided to get drunk and... Be in all your feelings. That's your business. Like that has nothing to do with her. So I'm sorry, Berna did exactly what she should have did, which is mind her fucking business. Yeah,
1: I I, I just wish she should have said something else aside from what she said. And it's like said, okay, I'm mis- I wish you that that's between y'all because it just yeah. her just walking away like, okay, well you're just gonna but take that's what it.
0: she wanted. That's what yeah. Ash- that's what Ashley said though. Ashley was like, get your stuff and leave. And she was like, okay, I will. Yeah, like that's it. Like it, it's nothing further to say. Like, Ashley was already at a point where she was upset visibly emotionally it's like there's nothing more that she can do and she was clearly drunk and out of her fucking mind so it's like what what a, what else could you say to her
1: yeah that is true because at that point she was seizing it would have been it would have went it would have went left if she yeah. actually
0: would have been like no girl do, 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 do. it would have went left
1: yeah and ct was just like crap if
0: you didn't know what to do <laughs>
1: yeah he was <laughs> like, you know to do like I am stuck at the crossroads right now because Ashley is on a hundred and Bernard is my partner. And yeah, I'm like, what are we going to do here? Like, I'm not trying yeah. to go <laughs> in. And then after that, Josh's plan is still in motion. Okay, guys. and Josh's plan is still in motion because he wants tells out. And him talk to the vets about the plan or whatever to get and what Kel quote unquote is doing. Which leads into deliberation, where Josh says that Kels has been talking to everybody. And Kels is like, <clears throat> hold my beard. I have not talked to you, Josh. I don't know who you think you are at this moment. Basically, I'm paraphrasing the moment. That's basically what he was saying. He's like, you are not, the, you are not that guy. You are not the person that you think you are at this moment. Because if you knew I was making a move, which I, I'm not, you wouldn't be the one to know that. And just like, oh yeah, it was. like Josh, you would
0: not stop. Okay, you would not. Josh pretty much got called out on his shit for making up some nonsense, and pretty much it was just that this was going to be the vote because this is what everybody else had agreed upon. And so Josh tried to make it look good. He tried to make it sound good. You know, it wasn't as last week with Emmy and her list. Like it didn't. It didn't. It couldn't come together as well. He was just like, well. I heard you say this to this person, and he was like, well, who? He's like, well, I'm not going to say names, because you can't say names, because it's made up. Kels really respect him, holding his composure, kind of, you know, was just like, you know what, I'm not going to keep going back and forth with this man, like, it's not worth it, but just know that I know for sure, and you know for sure, that I didn't do anything wrong here, and that you just are threatened by me, and so, I think for Kels, him having that kind of moment where he's just said, like, you know what? He's just threatened. You have that moment. And you just, you know, you move forward.
1: Yeah, because Amanda was like, "Where are the names? Give me the names. And Josh was like, I don't have to, y'all, okay? I don't. And Kel's was like, okay, so Bet, Jeremiah, have I talked to you about anything? CT, have I talked to you? He
0: 80s? went down the list. He went down the list. He went down. Everybody was like, so did I talk to you or not? And everyone was like, no. And so it was just left to say, like, okay, Josh, clearly your plan is just to get him out. That's Like, it. that's just it. You, you, were, you were called out.
1: Yep. And so basically, that's when, like, Priscilla and I think the rest of the, like, and the girls, they fr- fr- figured out that they're really trying to flip this on Kel. Like, they, they're conspiring to get Kel out anyways. Like, it's no point. And they see what the vet they're doing. And they took note." And I like so Esther had her speech as well, talking about how basically just go big. Like, don't just vote this way because of what y'all are have in your own grand plan. Because she also keep the game as well. But just figuring out, like, hey, guys, just go big go home. Like at the end of the day, it's an individual game. Do what you gotta do. And then so basically, Kells and Tracy are compromised. Carol is telling Priscilla. <laughs> And Tasha was like, "I'll take everybody's heads off," and I love that energy. That that I love that energy. That energy is great. And get to the layer where Esther chooses to pick down Emmy, uh, just to, just for a simple fact that Emmy was unhinged last week, and I totally understand. Fessy was like, "I'm putting Ed. He's new. I'm gonna." try and be better with the guys this season so I'm not gonna rock the boat and put any of the vets down basically they put them down They picked Emmy and Ed to go down against uh, go against Tracy and Kells. and Emmy saying Mr. T- Mr. TJ <laughs> has taken me out every time it's funny it's cute After that she was but then again she was also
0: being dramatic and crying again which she showed time after time and the reason you're down there is because of that. I don't know what else she wanted from the, the, the cast, but like literally, you showed your ass and you showed how much of an emotional threat you are. Like, this is what you bring. So, this is why you're down there. And
1: she did it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she did it again. And then Ed gave a speech. <laughs> I was like, okay, Ed, I like how you're making a lighthearted moment right after <laughs> Emmy was being automatic. Yeah. Let's just get to it because. Yeah. That was it. So the animation was called Flipping Agents, where one player was strapped to a table as the partner flipped them over so they can get a magnetic line to retrieve 12 puzzle pieces from the ground. And the teams that were able to retrieve the pieces and saw the puzzle, they won and stayed in the game. Emmy and Ed, they were going quick with the with the puzzle pieces while Kelz and Trace were... Taking a slow motion route because, because it's being a little too rough with the bed or whatever. I don't, that contraption. Yeah. Um, so they had to try to figure out a good pace. And slowly but surely, they end up catching up to Emmy and Ed at one point because they were struggling to get their last piece. They end up getting one piece good. And then they end up getting, I think they, I don't think they got the last piece. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah. So they they, they caught up and got that last piece, but it all came down to that puzzle where Ed took the reins. He's like, oh, I know what this is. Let's go. And then Devon was like, oh, I can help you. Like, my guy, I got this. Okay. Yeah, I got Ed, this. Ed
0: was like, stay right there. Like, mind your business. Like, I, I got this, champ. Like, I got this. You,
1: you ain't the only puzzle master here. Okay. Yeah. So Ed figured it out, basically, and him and Emmy one this nation and this is this is <laughs> week another week of dramatic ass Emmy
0: okay and and which I'm not crazy about, but I did like the way that they worked together. They yeah. showed that they were able to kind of just put whatever they had aside um emotionally. I feel like Emmy was able to just channel that and just focus that onto what she was doing in that moment, which was using the magnet to pick up the pieces. I feel like. She can be really, really strong. There's a reason why she was probably on Survivor in Romania, but it's just the emotional part for me where it's like, I don't even want to see you because yeah. you're just doing a lot. But I feel like when she's able to kind of separate that and make sure that she's able to kind of hold it together, she'll go far. I feel
1: like, I would. I don't want to say this, but it's on my mind. I feel like she's weaponizing it in a way, because, but it's working for her, I guess, but we'll see out that yeah to be fair. So that's all that's always been back my mind. never talked about emmy at this point point, and was like if she does training she turns it on as well mm-hmm. for different moments and yeah i'm like i'm almost I'm it like, can't be oh. manipulative so yeah. it, it could be yeah because i'm like i don't I'm, I'm like i don't understand this girl but you know just let her be both of them went, and they each pick tori and Devin respectively add tip picks tori and he goes to Devin, which meant that Cori and Michelle are partners together. And now I am upset because I know that that's <laughs> target number one. Target yes. number one and two. I'm so mad. But you know, it is what it is. So you have we have a couple more like sprinkled Ricky teams in there. Like the only other Ricky team that's left aside from them is Jeremiah and Tracy, uh not Tracy,
0: Tasha. um Tasha.
1: We'll see where this target goes next week because I'm scared.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're they're enemy number one and two for sure after that last week's elimination. So good luck to your two phase or your one phase.
1: One and a half. Well, ooh, no, actually not one and a half. Three. <laughs> no, three. Cause I don't know how I feel about Michelle. And it's like Corey okay. and then like possibly Jeremiah and Tasha. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I'm nervous, but I do have a few tweets just to read off real quick, and you guys, the tweets are back, and I'm loving them already, but as y'all know, we started this last season, and we're going to keep doing this every season, because seeing the people on the timeline talk their ish has been a delight. I'm going to read off at least probably three tweets from both the episodes, like all combined, because I'm not going to go individually, so I'm just going to scroll in ones okay so first tweet is nelson never ceases to dis- to disappoint us with his less than perfect intelligence that is that is accurate because that man we don't know we never know what's going on in that man's head and we no. never know what he's gonna say <laughs> so and then we all know who broke the list it is a photo of Laurel <laughs> with her book Laurel.
0: Oh, Laurel. (laughs) Funny.
1: Then, okay. Who just became Team Kells after dragging Josh to Phil? Me. I. And Tamar. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. And the last tweet is me seeing Emmy cry after that fuck shit she pulled last week. And it is a photo. I'll send this to you. It's a photo of Anisa being like this at the reunion yeah. last season.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that
1: was it. That's all the tweets. Like the photo that photo like really makes it. So I'll tweet the tweets from these past two weeks on the account and I'll also send them to you, Alicia. So you can see okay. the visuals as well. Cause that <laughs> Anissa photo <laughs> is quite a hilarious hilarious to be. But yeah, those are the tweets from these past two weeks that I found really good to help push the agendas forward.
0: Yeah, uh, guys, we are back in action watching this. I knew I wasn't going to be that excited watching this. I kind of was just kind of on the season. But so far, it's okay. Like we mentioned earlier, the ratings haven't kind of shown that but we will be watching this every single week we will try to come to you on time every week we had a little traveling vacation last week so we're back and we are going to be watching this every single week where we're going to break down the show we are going to have clips on youtube too so you can follow our youtube page at dual alliance pod and you can follow our twitter page where we'll be live tweeting every episode at dual alliance pod as well on twitter And if you would like, you can follow our personal pages at Megs and Hines and ace underscore S5, wherever y'all find me, because I still don't know what, I promise by the time this is over, I will remember my old social media. This is horrible, horrible promotion, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for checking us out. Please subscribe, comment and rate let somebody know even if you don't know what we're talking about just let somebody else know maybe they know and you know word of mouth is what's going to get this to grow so we will be back every week to break this down and we will see you guys next week
1: yes see y'all and um we'll catch y'all next week i was going to say something about bananas because we also have a recap pod under ringer, which I found really odd. But we're not, we're not promoting other people,
0: Megan. Like, why would you even bring that up? Why would you invite somebody to a watch party with no food? Why, is your man a chef? Like, why would you even bring that up? We don't care about other people. okay? We are only caring about
1: ourselves. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I brought that one of banana, but okay. That's it, y'all. We'll, we'll catch y'all next week. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all.
0: like peace